Aloha everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. Hello, hello, beloved. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in your day. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are doing amazing. I hope you are staying safe. So what are we talking about here today on Sasha Spins? Today we are talking about people who don't want to get political. Not necessarily people who don't want to get political, but that sentiment and the meaning behind it and why in 2021, that's just not going to cut it anymore. We can read between the lines. And when you say you don't want to get political, what we're hearing is I don't care. And we're hearing that because that's exactly what you're saying but you just don't want to just say that. And in 2021, I believe in leading with intention. I believe in leading with mindfulness and I believe in leading with your values. So you say you don't want to get political. We're going to talk about it here today on Sasha Spins. So unless you have been living under a rock or decided to disconnect from the 24-7 news cycle and social media On January 6th at the United States Capitol, we had us a little white supremacist insurrection domestic terrorist event. And as a black woman, it was exceptionally triggering for me to see for several reasons. Before we even get on into this, because a lot of people like to derail, move the goalpost. I understand if you're likely listening to this podcast, you are not going to do that, but leading with the belief that there is someone out there that is listening with that intent, I wanna make it very clear that for black people who saw people that looked like us harmed, beaten, tased, maced, tear gassed, shot, arrested, on the receiving ends of all types of violence over the summer of 2020 for protesting peacefully For our civil rights, we saw these things happen after a summer of murder. And to protest the violence at the hands of police officers, we gathered peacefully, we marched peacefully, we rallied peacefully, and we were met with armed forces, armed police officers, the National Guard, and we just saw this violence perpetuated. So to see the same violence perpetuated at the seat of our democracy for hours, to see that scene happen and not a single one, not a single person. And there were a couple of casualties and it's very devastating. Any casualty, any loss is one too many. The sheer volume of carnage that we saw over the summer, however, for people who were marching and protesting peacefully in comparison to the actual people who showed, the actual white supremacists and domestic terrorists that showed up on Wednesday, January 6th, violently, and to receive none of that. So let me be very clear again. I don't want to see anyone be beaten. I don't want to see any American citizen be harmed at the hands of law enforcement. What we're simply asking for is equitable treatment. And so as a black woman, it was exceptionally triggering to see an attack on our democracy and to see how it was handled in comparison to what occurred over the summer. 
And then I get on social media and there are a smattering of influencers, influential people, and just people on the platform who are acting as if nothing is going on. And 15 minutes away from me, there's chaos breaking out. We're under curfew. I hear, I'm hearing sirens go by. And there are people who are showing up on social media as if nothing is wrong. Now, before we even jump into the podcast, I've heard a lot of people say that they don't use social media in quote that way, unquote. And you know what? I'm assuming that way, unquote, means they don't use, they use it to be light. You know, they use it to look at, dogs and cats and babies and just cute things happening fashion and I get it and I 110% respect that. I'm not here to tell anyone how to use their social media or what they should be on social media for. However, what I am here to say is that there are certain events and there are certain things that occur in the world and there are certain things that happen that when they happen, the world stops and people pay attention and we can universally say, that what's happening is wrong and it's unacceptable. And there were a group of people who just allowed and acted as if nothing was going on as our democracy was actively under threat. And I did an Instagram live about this last Thursday. It's saved on my Instagram, the Sasha Whitney. Um, if you would like to listen to that, I encourage you to give it a listen. What I discussed there, we are going to discuss it not as in-depth during our podcast today. So if you would really like to flesh out, if you would listen to my more fleshed out thoughts on this, I encourage you to go there and give it a listen. It's on my IG Live. It's saved. So check it out there. But I really didn't talk as much about this idea of influencers who do not want to get political. And this podcast, let me be very clear, it's not just for influencers. It is not just for influential people, this episode anyways. It is for anyone who is using that Instagram platform. Because when you are on that Instagram platform, you have a voice. And I think, I know, I don't want to say I think, I know this, that everyone has a voice. We all choose to use our voice in impactful ways when we want to change the things that are occurring around us. So when we speak up, it is often about things that we care about. Equal rights, civil rights, human rights, and equality are things that everyone should be speaking about. Because these are not political statements. These, is, these are not about politics. And I hear that a lot of the time. When people don't want to talk about the things that are actively happening, people who didn't want to talk about what happened on Wednesday, I heard a lot of them say, I read a lot of influencers say that they didn't want to get political on their page. These are not matters of politics. These are matters of your values. These are matters of humanity. And if, let's, let's flip it on its head. Let's say if these are political points, if these are political stances, if these are political philosophies, you're telling me with your silence that you don't want to be aligned with those values. 
So you are telling me in your silence that when you say I don't want to get political, you are viewing equality, civil rights, human rights. You are viewing those things as politics. And in your silence, you are actively saying these are things that are not important to me and things these are things that I am against and these are things that I do not want. Because that's what you're saying. In 2021, silence is no longer going to cut it. Because silence often says more than words ever could. So on this note, when you are choosing to stay silent, you are actively making a choice to say that these are things that I don't care about. Now, here's the flip side. I've heard a lot of people say, I've heard a lot of people also say, again, the flip side, that they don't know what to say. And again, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, beloved. But in 20, if this is you, if this is you, I'm telling you right now, bring it in. That's not going to work anymore. I don't know what to say is not going to work anymore because here's the thing, boo, boo, boo. Someone else knows what to say. <laughs> there is someone out there that you look up to, that you respect, that you admire, that you see as a friend or a confidant or a peer, someone you love, and they align with your values and they are saying whatever it is that you're thinking. So if they have the words, but you don't have the words, but the words that they're saying, it it connects with you and it ignites something in you and it lifts you up, you can share those words. It is as simple as a click to share a post. So if you can get on the internet, if you can get on Instagram and you can share a post of the tacos that you had for Taco Tuesday, if you can share a post about the shoes that you just bought, If you can share a post about the miles that you just ran, because those are things that are important to you and you found the words to say about those things, you can get on the internet and share the words of someone else that captures how you feel because how you feel is important. I don't know what to say is just not going to cut it anymore. It's no longer an excuse. And I resonate so deeply with people I get it. Even though I'm not the type of person to like mince words or ever kind of be stunned or just a little stuck, a little speechless, that doesn't happen to me very often. But I know enough people that it does happen to that I can honestly see that. But I also honestly see those people showing up and saying this. They'll they'll share a post and it'll just be as simple as this or she gets me or this is exactly how I feel. So if you, I'm just, just silence is not going to cut it. And as I watched a lot of influencers and influential people and people like you and me, as I watched them go about their lives as this nothing was happening, that was also deeply triggering. And so if you are an influencer or an influential person listening to this, this is where I want you to bring it in. Because while I wouldn't call myself an influencer I like, I, you know, this is another podcast episode. I've been thinking about this for the past couple of months. I really don't like the word influencer. I really don't like the word influencer as it pertains to people who are not trying to sell you things, but are trying to offer value to your life. They're not, they're not posting look at me content. They're posting learn from me content. And I think that there is a distinct difference. There's a distinct group of people on social media, and you can put them into different categories. You can put them into the look at me category and the learn from me category. 
And I believe that we put influencers in the look at me category. Look at me like, look at my outfit and look at my perfect family and look at my perfect life and look at my brunch, bitch. And look at, you know, all of these things like buy from me, look at me, want my life, aspirational. I'm selling you a lifestyle. I think those people are influencers. And then you have your influential people who you're learning from. They're offering tangible value to your life, whether it's building confidence or educating you or offering you workouts or just anything underneath the sun. You are going to their page to learn something because you're getting value from it. You're getting value from their content and their words, not necessarily just their aesthetic and what they're posting. So I hope that makes sense. And I think I need to do a separate podcast about this because I I feel very strongly about this, that in 2021, I really think we need to separate the two. But in this instance, I'm going to group them. I'm I'm going to talk about them together, but I'm still separating the two. So I'm speaking to influencers and influential people. I understand that we are under contract sometimes to post certain things. So here's how it works. I mean, let me bring you in. I mean, I'm sure this is not like, this is not super complicated by any means, but here's a little secret sauce. So some influencers, when you are offered a product or when you're off, when you enter a partnership with a company, you may or may not sign a contract or it just may be detailed in an email. There are terms to the partnership in which you're entering. So let's say they're offering you this product and they want you to post three stories about it and they want you to uh, make a static post on your feed and you need to do this by x y and z date or you need to post all of it beforehand or sorry not post all of it beforehand you need to record it all beforehand take your photos take everything send it to them they approve it send it back to you and say all right you need to post it on this day you have no control over then what happens in the world, okay? Like None of us can see the future. And if you can, holler at me real quick because I got some questions. But otherwise, you're like you and me, we cannot see the future. So if you are obligated to post something on January 6th and the Capitol goes up in literal, literal flames, you have, you're not gonna renege on your contract, especially if it's a paid partnership. So what can you do in that situation, influencers and influential people? It is as simple as putting up a disclaimer. Posting that content with just saying, you don't even have to post it on the content itself before you post the stories or before you post the feed, the the photo in your feed, you can get on stories and simply say, I am under contract with this company to post this on this day. I recognize that there are things going on in the world and I will talk about them at a later date. But as for now, I need to post this. And people are going to understand that because we understand that there are people who use this platform to pay their bills. I understand that 110%. I have used this platform at one point or another to pay a bill. So I will not ever knock anyone that needs to post any type of content on any given day because you cannot plan the future. You don't know what's going to happen. But once it does happen and you are aware of it, and if you feel in your heart of hearts is wrong and you know it's necessary to speak up, you can simply offer a disclaimer saying that, saying that you are aware of what's going on. Because the alternative then, or carrying on like nothing's going on or not saying anything at all, it's tone deaf. I'm sorry, but we don't need another Amazon haul or 
um, in Aerie Tryon. And from what I'm seeing, American Eagle and Aerie have really stepped up their game. And I've been meaning to look on the website for a while because they have been they have some cute tops. I see a lot of these people in cute tops out here. But yeah, we don't need another Aerie haul when the world is going up in flames or when something tragic is happening. And when you are posting and silently post, you are posting these things, but not saying anything about what's going on. It is extremely tone deaf at best. And at, at worst, it looks like you just don't give a shit. But here's the thing. There are people who legitimately just do not give a crap. They do not care because what happened on Wednesday aligns with their political values and it aligns it aligns with their beliefs. It aligns with their ideologies and their mindset. Pay attention. Okay? Pay attention to these things because if you are following an influencer or an influential person, They will give you signs and they will give you patterns of what their values are. And if your values do not align with their values, recognize that your current, your follow is currency. Your follow is money in influencers influencers and influential people's pockets. When these influencers and these influential people work with these companies and enter these brand partnerships and make their media kits, they can go to them with a price, a very nice price point based on the number of followers they have. So I want you to think about this for a second. Would you go and shop anywhere if you knew that they were a place that supported white supremacy, upheld white supremacy, was had no issue with it whatsoever, and was okay with the threat of our democracy. Would you as an individual go and shop at that place? No, you probably wouldn't if your values were against those things. So why are you following and putting money in the pockets of someone who doesn't align with your values? Because they are making money off of you. These, follow, these, these influencers and influential people who have upwards of 20 and 30 and 40,000 followers and hundreds of thousands of followers, they are making money off of you. Trust and believe. And if your values aren't in line with theirs and you're still following them, just actively know and actively understand and take accountability for the fact that you are contributing and you are perpetuating the issue that we see nowadays. You are perpetuating this mentality that it's okay to just be okay with things that are not, not, that are just going on in the world that are wrong. And what's funny to me, and this is the one that I always hear, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, I've talked about it on Instagram before. This mentality of, I don't want to lose followers. So influencers and influential people, I'm talking to you again. If this platform pays your bills, then I understand that followers pay your bills. And I understand that you don't want to lose followers. And I respect that. And I totally understand that. Actually, let me backtrack on that. I understand it, but I don't respect it. And I don't respect it because I cannot respect actively wanting to put the feelings of white supremacy and people who don't believe in equality and human rights, I don't respect wanting to put 
their feelings because it lines your pockets before your values. I don't respect that. And I don't respect it because what do you stand for? If you can be that easily bought, what do you stand for? And why are, more importantly, why are you trying to protect the feelings of white supremacists? Ew. You should want to lose these followers. You should want them to not be in your spaces. Your, your, your values should mean more to you than your vanity metrics. And let me tell you something. When you lead with your values, there are so many people that I followed that I may not be able to connect with them, be it their race or their their platform or, or their 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 niche. I'm not in their niche. I just maybe like their clothes or they they're I'm I'm they're funny to me or whatever reason. I may not be able to relate to them at all. But they posted something that I vibed with and I was like, I can respect that. And then I go to the post and under the comments, I see people saying, unfollowing, I don't follow you for this. Ew, I cannot believe you have post this. I'm un- a cacophony, a symphony of unfollowing. And they don't get bothered. They're like, thank you. You can remove yourself or you don't have to announce your departure. That is so powerful to me. And I followed people based on that. And if I'm seeing that and I'm following people based on that, then how many people, I just imagine how many other people are out there are seeing that and are following you based off of the fact that you are leading with your values because those things should mean more to you and ultimately it's a show for who you are. You got to lead with your values. And I'm just talking to everybody now, influencers, influential people, you and me, people on the hood, like uh, people on the street, wherever you are, we really got to do better about leading with our values. We got to lead with our values and let them show up in our actions. We have to be so much more intentional. I would have thought that COVID, if anything, COVID would have taught us to care more for the people around us. Because if this global pandemic has taught us, has shown us anything, it's that it's a great equalizer. COVID doesn't give, COVID doesn't care about your financial status, although wealthy people and people who are well off are not suffering as much as the middle and lower middle class, but that's another story for another day. But generally, anybody can get it. And COVID doesn't discriminate. This is a global pandemic. We are literally all in this together. And I would have thought that COVID would have like really underscored that for us. And it just hasn't. And I remember the way 9-11, how it impacted us. I was young, but I remember I was scared. I was sad. I felt all of, I felt all of these things. I felt so, I, I, I'm, I, I can't even really put in words how I felt about it, but I remember it. And then I also remember how we came together as a nation to stand up and unify. Why didn't, why aren't we doing the same here? I know we're not, they, they occurred on different magnitudes at different scales. I get that. I get that. But it felt like when 9-11 happened, we were able to group people together and say we had a common enemy, right? Why can't we group together white supremacy and say that this is our common enemy and we should all want to be together and fight this? Why is that so hard? 
Is it hard because some of these people are your family members or your friends or possibly your boyfriend or your girlfriends or your wife or your husband? I think that's, I honestly think that's what it may be. Because when 9-11 happened, it was an other, it was an other threat, right? It wasn't at our dinner table. It wasn't at our churches. It wasn't where we worked. It wasn't where we went to the gym. It wasn't where we fellowshipped. It wasn't that. But white supremacy is everywhere. And we think of white supremacy as people in KKK hoods and shouting the N-word. We give it this extreme point of view. Wednesday, what happened, we give it that extreme. But white supremacy, it it occurs every single day in so many spaces and on smaller scales. And we give it a pass. We need to stop giving it a pass. We need to actively speak up and stand up when we see something wrong happening, when we hear something wrong happening, leading with our values and leading with our intention. And this is very important to me because next week, next Monday is Martin Luther King Day. As of this recording, next Monday is Martin Luther King Day. And there will be people who will use the words of Martin Luther King in social media posts, on Facebook, maybe they'll share an email in the office. They'll use his words. But when it comes time to act in a way Dr. King would to put those words into actions, they will fail to act. And so as we are coming up on Martin Luther King Day, I want you to also remember, if you are a white person listening to this, I want you to go Google what Martin Luther King said about the white moderate, the white liberal. I want you to Google what he said. And I want you to read it. And I think I'm going to, I think I'll read it to you. Because you may, you may hop off of this and you may go back to your day or you just may forget. You just may forget. So I want to read it to you. Martin Luther King had a challenge to the white liberal. The white liberal identifies with the things that he said, his beliefs. But the white liberal doesn't act in certain spaces. The white liberal must see that the Negro needs not only love, but justice. It is not enough to say we love Negroes. We have many Negro friends. They must demand justice for Negroes. Love that does not satisfy justice is no love at all. It is merely a sentimental affection, little more than what, little more than what one would love for a pet. Love at its best is justice concretized. Love is unconditional. It is not conditional upon one staying in his place or watering down his demands in order to be considered respectable. The white liberal must rid himself of the notion that there can be a tensionless transition from the old order of justice to the new order of justice. The Negro has not gained a single right in America without persistent pressure and agitation. Nonviolent coercion always brings tension to the surface. This tension, however, must not be seen as destructive. There is a kind of tension that is both healthy and necessary for growth. 
Society needs nonviolent gadflies to bring its tensions into the open and force its citizens to confront the ugliness of their prejudices and the tra- tragedy of their racism. The white liberal must escalate his support for racial justice rather than de-escalate it. The need for commitment is greater today than ever. Nearly 60 years later, that sentiment hasn't changed. And it is a challenge that I set forth for you today. If you care about what happened last week, if it goes against your values, you need to start speaking up. Always, especially when it's uncomfortable. Whether you're an influencer or whether you're an influential person or not, we all have a voice. And it's in those smallest spaces that our voice, it create ripples and those ripples can turn into waves. I want to challenge you to start to create ripples and see if you can't create waves. See if they don't lead to waves in your spaces. So stay safe. I didn't want this to get long, but I feel like every time I say that, it ends up getting long. I didn't even want to lead with that because <laughs> I feel like I say that and then it gets long. I'm almost jinxing myself. So again, I posted something about this on IGTV. I encourage you to give it a watch. I encourage you to give it a listen and I encourage you to show up. I encourage you to lead with your values. I encourage you to let your values translate to actions. And more importantly, 2021, I saw somewhere that intentional is the word, is the word, the buzzword for 2021. I want it to be more than a buzzword for you because it's a more than a buzzword for me. It's generally how I live my life intentionally. And I offer the same to you. So I want you to, I want to know what you think. You can drop me a voice note on Anchor FM or you can hit me up on Instagram at the Sasha Whitney. And until next time, take care of yourself. Peace out.